I want to I want to pee in my pants to feel it. You want to feel. The, I want to feel the urine fucking going around my legs. Why? I want to be a child for a minute and just piss myself. I want to shit myself and piss myself. Is this real? On public transport. Is this real? Now that I said it, it I think it's real. I'm going to do it. When you're gone. This is the kind of thing I'll do when you're gone. Are you going to tell me after you do it? It depends where it goes. What do you mean where it goes? How it pans out. How, how pissing and shitting yourself on purpose pans out. Yeah, and then I'm going to turn to the person next to me in the tube and go, Clean me! Oh my god. American Irish life. Why are you going? Why are you looking at me like that? Just leave it. Leave it. Don't. Just leave it. Leave it. Okay. I love you. Can you say you the, made me angry? Can you? Yeah, for the first time. I'm never. I'm, I'm a never, little turned I'm on. I've never right hit now. a spouse. <laughs> no. Can you say the intro the way you always say it? Well, it just felt repetitive. I wanted to change it. Yeah, but that's the point. Welcome to this American Irish Life podcast with me. My name is Mark O'Keefe. What's your name? You dumb whore. Catherine Henson. Oh. You, yeah, <laughs> bust inside you. Yeah, in what country? We are in London, Bethnal Green, and it's windy. It's always windy in England. It is windy, and where we're staying, it you can hear the wind through the window. I'm one of those people too who like if the weather's bad, like I love the excuse to stay inside, especially if I don't have anything to do. You know, so like I hear the wind, and I hate the wind, but I hear the wind, and I'm like, ooh, I hope I don't have a show. Do you, Do you know what I mean? Oh, getting out, like going to work. Construction outside when it's like that is insane upsetting. It's probably worse than war. I'm just thinking about it now. You know, like going to war. Yeah. Like you might die at 17, World War Two. Right. That's bad. But you come home with an exciting story. People like you. But getting up in the morning to dig holes when it's raining. No one cares about you. In fact, dig your own hole and stay in it. And die in it. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is like you were telling me yesterday, you were like, yeah, these places that I'm doing this landscaping on, mansions. And then you were telling me about how the dog, the, the dogs are all like manicured and wearing clothes and you've taken no photos of this shit for me. Like, it sounds like, you know, like something fun to see and you're like, the oh. The dogs are gorgeous. The dogs are gorgeous. They look like, the dogs look better than the guys I work with. Because yeah. like, you know, it's a hierarchy with animals and people and these animals are better than us as people. Like, they live better lives. They live yeah. in mansions. They have coats. They have expensive coats. I think they have like hiking coats. Like, you know, like they, they look, everything looks branded and the dogs look happy. <laughs> the, dogs. the people that are walking them don't. Yeah, they're rich. <laughs> they look people. too rich. Look and too the dogs <laughs> resemble the people. Did you ever see that? Too rich. Me. Yeah, well, that's what p- people say that uh, like dogs, you know, become their owners or whatever. Which is always so funny to meet like a shitty dog and then you look at the person who owns it and you're like, Did you ever see an Irish Wolfhound? I think I've watched, um, you, you know, the, the dog show that comes on on Thanksgiving. This is a thing in America. I don't know if you guys have it. It's like the American Kennel Club. I don't even know what it's fucking called, but it's like the national. Rich people shit. It's the dog show. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see Best in Show? It, that, that, um, 
God, you know, I'm starting to think I'm doing too many drugs because my mind is not... The, the same guy who did... Uh, this is Spinal Tap. Um, I can't believe this. But he did a movie called Best in Show. It was like a spoof movie on the, this dog on, show. On dog shows. Yeah, so funny. Um, I cannot believe I don't remember who did it, but whatever. What are you going to do? Well, you know what? It stops working on me anyway. We cured ourselves from addiction by overdoing it. I mean, that's amazing. With the ketamine? You can't, I can't get addicted. Like, I mean, I'm addicted to it, but no, it doesn't work anymore. So how can I be addicted yeah, to something that doesn't Yeah, because then you're just kind of like, I'm bored. No, it doesn't work anymore. So we've stopped. Yeah. Basically. It's pretty, it's funny how that works. Yeah, we're going to get into Valium instead for a while. I know. Well, that's just so easy. That's, that's boring. That's boring. Yeah, it's like housewife shit. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> Housewife, eh? Oh, haha, I see what you did there. Um, or did I? No. Continue. No. Any, well, yeah, so you, you're going to work, and whenever it's, like, pouring rain, I'm always like, oh, fuck, it's got to suck for him out there, but... Do you feel sorry for me in the morning? I do, I do. Like, I actually feel like, you know, whenever I'm... Because, you know, I'm, as you probably know, I'm an emotional creature who, like, you know, feels, feels all sorts of things all the time, like, ever-changing moods. But, like... Whenever I feel bad about, like, myself or something, I'm remembering you're, like, outside in the... Like, I'll look out the window, it's, like, pouring rain, and the wind is, like, roaring, and I'm, like, kind of... He's, like, out there. Like, I don't have any right to feel like shit. Yeah, because I used to do... You're, like, yeah, exactly. When I was doing this work before, I used to always get high. Like, when I was working back home, doing blocks, which is harder. I used to always... No, I'm not. No, I'm doing it completely in my own mind. And what I have to do is I have to, like, lean into it hard. I'm like, yeah, get me more wet and dirty and make it more painful, you know? Like, I kind of pretend I'm, like, in a gulag. Yeah, nature's BDSM. Yeah, I'm, I want to be hurt by it. I'm like, yeah. you hurt my face, you faggot wind. Yeah, okay, good, yeah, drop, you know? drop the F-bomb for no I'm reason. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's get cancelled. It's, it's, it's the wind. It's... It doesn't have a gender. Although it's definitely male, come on. I don't know, and I hate the wind. I take the wind so personally. Like, you can scream into the wind and no one will hear you in New York. No you know what I mean? Either. Nobody cares. You're just like, ah! Like, I hate the wind. I always act like it's only happening to me when it's happening. Like, I would trade a gentle breeze. You know, like a, a relaxing breeze in the summertime to never experience wind again. But then I couldn't get to Australia via air, which is a place I'm going very soon. So nervous. Really happy we overdosed on the Valium. Um, because... You keep, because I'm, I'm about to fly to New Zealand to get to Australia, and you, you keep saying to me, that's the end of the world, mate. That's the fucking end. And I'm like, stop yeah, telling bro. me. They talk so funny there. And it is the end of the world. That's the very edge of I know. Of Quit saying it. Quit saying it. Humanity. It's so upsetting to me, like, to hear them and going the to the end of the world. The wind screams over those islands. Like, it's going to, like, the whole place is going to get sucked into the Because you've been in fucking New Zealand. Yeah, okay. And I'm only even going there for, like, an hour and a half on a layover. But, like, Who knows? That could be the one hour and a half where it actually fuck dissipates. What are you doing? Like, I'm so, like, first of all, let me just say this. The longest flight I've been on ever in my life is the one from New York to London. That's it. Whatever. The seven hours. So, like, this is a 13-hour flight. I'm sure I bought a budget airline. I'm almost positive, like, I'm on a budget airline. And, and like, look, I'm not exactly... What is it? I don't fucking know. Like, I'll put it this way. I'm not, like, posh, but I have always, like, purchased myself the extra leg room. But now that I'm going to be flying all over the place, I'm like, fuck, I need to, like, cut out that night because who needs it? But I'm about... I, I am so terrified... 
Like, I don't know what it is. It's just the idea of crossing too many oceans or being in the air that long. I'm like, how does this actually work? And then you keep going, I'm going to the edge of the world. Like, oh, the end of land. No, I'm like, yeah. I hate that. I hate there's that. There's something, no, there's something about leaving the west coast of America and going across the Pacific that is like the buffering of reality. Okay. It's like, it's I, like nothing <laughs> exists. I it's like, like you're going into like what it glitches in the Matrix. Great. I don't know if you like, you, you know, like you, the original you. Maybe that dies and whatever emerges on the other side is just a copy. And the original you is like screaming forever in this kind of like, you know, foil that no one can access. I'm so upset right now. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. Well, you'll be me. You know what? You're going to have a great Australian experience. (laughs) Whoever you are, whoever the the carbon copy they make in that buffering zone is. Yeah, get ready to fuck my copy, dude, because that's what's... It, you guess you know what my copy does? It bites when it gives you blowjobs. Okay, and that, I'm biting that dick off. That's what the copy does. So you're okay? gonna have to murder a copy. Yeah, I'm sick of going to prison in Australia. Everybody's dead. And <laughs> how that, fitting to go to a prison in Australia when it's meant for. <laughs> well, that's all, folks. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to Australia next week on the airplane. Pretty nervous. Gonna stop see my mom. That's gonna be fun. Ugh, well, yeah, you know, it's been. You know what I'll say? Right, so I'm stopping in New York City for like one. For, for less than 24, I mean, like, what, 16 hours tops. Nobody's even going to know I'm there because I'm, I'm literally going to... Are you going to train to a show? Are you sick of that? You're not, are you? I was You've thinking, I was thinking, well, because it's a Wednesday and Beauty Bar is a show that I used to run that my very caring and considerate roommate, Joe Gorman, hilarious comedian, is running in my absence. And I'm You always my... say, you always, like, reference every person with, like, the, like they're going to listen. Well, it's funny because if if you are being referenced... Catherine's pregnant and has AIDS. Okay. <laughs> what? No one's going to hear this. I know. It's true. Um, but I might ask him, Joe, can I get on Beauty Bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it. Fuck it. I think it'd be, it'd, be like, it'd be interesting to be that long on a plane. They'd be all completely confused. I should do it. Do I a should show do it. And then be I should message him right now and be like, yeah. Joe, can I do Beauty Bar? I don't need to run my 30, but I would love to. But anyway... So last show before the original copy of you dissipates into the ether. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Catherine minus two point oh emerges with her baggier vagina and bites some blowjobs. <laughs> baggier vagina? I you tell them it my vagina is not currently baggy. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's beautiful. I wanna marry it. I got it. <laughs> oh it's oh yeah, I knew I mean I love you too. I mean should we just fuck? I mean well one thing I'm gonna miss real quick about London is like well, I'm not going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. First of all, the tube does not smell like piss. I'll never understand that. It's carpeted. It is so efficient here. Like, I'm going to be getting off an airplane, getting on that New York City subway, which, like, this shit, it's like you're spoiled. It tells you when it's going to come, and it actually comes when it says. And when you open the city mapper thing and the buses and everything, they actually arrive. When they say, I've been on one delay since I've been here, one, like, major delay, and I think you had one too, right? Yeah, yeah, one, only one. Yeah, that's what I'm in saying. Fairness. One. Yeah. In the in the in the in the two months I've been here, one delay. Now you gotta give it to them. I mean, they completely. Well, but, uh, well, of course, though, the New York I me, mean, I was like, oh, really? You got give me a fucking break? But I mean, ultimately, like every time I get on the the subway in New York City, it's delayed. Like all you should expect is to get on the train and no, not get the, to where you're the going. The transport here is no matter who you are, you come here. I mean, maybe they're better. It's, maybe it's better in Asia, in like one of the richer Asian com- countries, but. It's just, it's like unbelievable. Dude, I mean, you expect it from here because, I mean, to, for this country to be where it is caused the rape and pillage of half the world. I mean, India is never going to recover. Okay. Um, I mean, so they might as well have a good transport system. I'm saying yeah. that, you know, I'm appreciating who they are as people. Well, not only a good transport system, but like, 
they have sides where you walk, right? Like, like the, you know, it tells you walk on the left or walk on the right or like on the escalator, right? Like everybody stands on the right side if you want to just ride the escalator like it's a fucking amusement park ride. And then on the left side is for the people who want to walk up. And it's just like common knowledge for people to operate like this. In New York City, when you're walking down the fucking street, it's like anything fucking goes. We're all trying to live our shit in our way, at our pace, get out of my fucking way. And here, everybody's like, no. People well, are civilized here. Yeah, well, they'll keep the peace. They're not pissing on transport. It comes when it's supposed to, but it also costs a million fucking dollars to get certain places, which is like, That's I why, pay... Uh, there's I no mean, homeless people on the transit here, which is why they priced them out of it. It's, it's true. Oh, God, that, yeah. Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. There, there are, I, I've seen, like, maybe two people begging for money on the train. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to them, because an individual rate is probably, like, £2.85 or £3 or something. Which It'll is, like, $4. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's four American dollars. Like, and I still don't understand, it, when, when I tap my Oyster card, which is, like, the equivalent to swiping a Metro card in New York, and then to anybody else, nothing, you know. But, like, I tap it. I have no idea how much is on it. I have no idea how much I've spent. I have no idea how much is left on it. I have no idea how much my actual trip is going to cost. All I know is that I've spent a fuck ton of money on transit. But even looking at what it was supposed to be, like, like, like you know, if you pay for the weekly, it's like 40 pounds a week. Like, I've 40, spent 250. 42 pounds a week. A week it, for one to three. For zones one to three. So that's what you, like, you know. Yeah. I still don't understand what's going on. I just know I'm spending a lot more to get places, but it's efficient. So I can't tell if it evens out for me because I'm not stressed out going anywhere. Because if I miss a train in New York, you're like, fuck, I will be here for the next 13 years waiting for my next train. And here you miss a train, you're like, oh, the next one's in two minutes. And it actually shows up in two minutes. And it, and then it smells, it's quiet, it smells appropriate. It's never really a goddamn nightmare. It's incredible. No, I yeah. agree with you completely. So it's... You know, I, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. So I, I, I'm like blown away. Like, I, forget all the history here in London that I haven't seen, by the way. Like, the, punk rock was like in part born here. And I like haven't And that's your thing, it. isn't it? It's one of my things, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Next time. Next time. Because I am, uh, you know, coming back. You are coming back in June. I'm coming back in June. I've decided. Because, I mean, well, you know, I don't know. Things for me have been going, I mean, you and I are having very different experiences here, pretty much. Oh, are we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm... it's one of us shining and the other shitting the bed. <laughs> well, that's just our foreplay, you know. Oh, okay. I shine a light on all your shit. No, you're doing great. Well, and I... I'm fucking about to bring a, a gun to an open mic, but I can't because there's no open mics to bring a gun to. It's true. It's it's crazy. I just want to do the ultimate crime of passion, which is shooting everyone in the room because I can't get enough stage time and I bomb a lot. Yeah, I think it's already been done, actually. But right, well, then there's no point. It's I called want to be Columbine. <laughs> I want to be original. Um, well, I guess, you know, we've talked about this at this point, about, like, our goals and whatever when we were coming here. Like, both of us were like, all right, we're going to go to London and we're going to see what stand-up comedy is about. And when I got here, it's like... I guess what we've since realized is like I came here with, I guess, for, I mean, just something to showcase. You know, I've been sucking dick in New York City for the last four years, ultimately flying under the radar. And I mean, some 
physical dicks here and there, you know, but not in the comedy realm. But oh my god, I know. Did I tell you I was a virgin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I lied. Um, but it's just like you know, you're going, you're doing like sixteen shows a week, but eight of those have like four people in the audience. But you know, it's all stage time, and and that's what I've been doing. And and I was like, that's what comedy is. And then, largely, you know. It hasn't, I mean, there's so many comics, everybody's good or relative. I mean, there's bad comedy and then there's great comedy, but baseline, there's a lot of very serviceable comedians who are willing to do everything for free so we can get stage time. And like, I kind of came here where I did the fringe, but then I came here and was kind of like, oh, I'm being validated for a skill that I have, which I'm really not in New York to some degree. Like, yeah, I'm booked a lot on some of these shows and I've made a lot of connections with people that i know and i'm you know friendly Whilst with my experience is the opposite almost well that's what i mean like it's like i was able to come here and be like here are my skills here is my i have you know all of the i have so mm. many and i came here and i was like oh i have no skills well you came here basically mean like i'll go to london i mean what well, i mean you can say it. i don't know i wanted to just do as many as no because yeah the whole thing is just like restart again like i've always done for the last five years, just restarting in a new city and just do all the open mics to, to build material. Well, because you started where? In Canada, in, right? In Vancouver, yeah. Yeah. So like that was you, like, there's plenty of open mics and then here, it's not even a thing unless, unless you're disabled <laughs> or gay. I mean, really gay. You can't be just normal gay. Remember last night, the, 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 they were having a debate about, like, yeah. they were both being, like, who is more boy than the other. Yeah. And I was like, how do I get in on this? How do I get in? I was like, if I we, mean, we if, can introduce if, a dude. No, what if I rape a man? Is that, like, is that, like, that's overly progressive, isn't it? Yeah, and you can't do that. Okay. That's illegal. Um, okay, what if I have a disabled boyfriend, a retarded man? If I go out with a retarded then man, I, I would get on a, every show. And then I have to have a second disabled boyfriend. No, we share a disabled <laughs> We share a retarded man. I know, it's you. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine you just introduced a normal man into the relationship and I'm like, oh, I'm the. You're the retard. Yeah, you just teed me up for that one, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, just real. But, I mean, yeah, it's like. I, I just. What I've realized being here doing comedy is like, for me, coming here, having some. I'm renting a wheelchair. What if I do that? If I rent a wheelchair and you push me around. I'm not doing that. Do you even love me? Do you even fucking care about my career? I'm. Do you I'm, even care about my career? Yeah. We can. I'm gonna look into renting a wheelchair and just say I have. We'll look something up. Whatever. I know you're. You are leg, getting desperate. Leg cancer. I will say. Can I get some stage type? All oh, my jokes are gonna be about how my legs don't work. It's gonna be hilarious. I know because you don't write jokes about real things about yourself, and when you do, they're great. And when you don't, they're about like I. I watched. Him bomb, okay? I'm just going to do this. I watched you bomb at a show that was no stakes, okay? It was a good friend of our show, Vittorio. He went to see Chappelle. It was a very low stakes situation just because there weren't a lot of audience. They weren't, they were like there for it, but they weren't like, it reminded me of being in New York, frankly. They were like, okay, entertain me, entertain me, clown. That was the vibe I was getting from half of them, you know? They're like, half disinterested and half like, all right, let's see what you can do. And you went up there and you started out fine. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, you were doing a little crowd work. Then you told a fucking Harry Potter joke I've never heard you tell where, like, the punchline is a wand in your ass or something. Or no, those are two different jokes. It doesn't fucking matter. The you know, problem those is... two different jokes that the punchline is a wand and they're not even together. Yeah. So you have two <laughs> jokes 
with a wand as the punchline and something the wand is my dick anal penetration with a wand is the punchline and i like i actually like i left the room when you were doing well to get a glass of water i came back listening to this wand shit and i was like oh my god what why are you blowing this on purpose and and like and then you're up there and then you did what i consider unthinkable and I'm not trying to be jam right now, but like absolutely unthinkable. Like doesn't fly in New York, which I will say, not not only did you do it last night, but I had a, an Irish comic who's hilarious, by the way. But when he was doing my show in New York, also got off the I stage. I was on that show. You were on that show. I don't want to say his name Nepotism. because I, I, I love him very much. But he also jumped off the stage before he was lit. In New York City, that is unacceptable. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like if you get off, first of all, if you blow the light too long, unacceptable. If you get get off before it's up, unacceptable. And people just won't book you because they're can like, I, oh, you can't. Can I just say my opinion? I think. Can you? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I think, maybe not over there, but over here where I'm from. Or in Canada, I think it was the same thing. If you know you suck and everyone knows you suck and you're aware you're sucking, I think it's like a service to humanity you go okay i'm out of here because if you ever seen people who just can't continue on and you just like like it's in like well i'm never gonna win them back and, then, and sometimes you can win them back but okay you're from more industry and business i'm more for i'm more about people you know i'm more about like people's hearts and feelings and right like, i think about the, how, how often do i talk about africa and how i, I want to fix it i've never heard you say a thing about oh, africa okay but but this is what i guess I'll say when i mention the, africa you stop listening but from the standpoint yeah, because I'm a white woman from America and I don't give a fuck. Okay, but from the standpoint of what you're saying, you're like, oh, I'm, okay, I've, I was supposed to do 10 minutes, but I'm getting off in seven minutes. You have no idea, from in America, right, in New York, you have no idea where the host is. You have no idea if the next comic who is supposed to be on the lineup is even there. Sometimes we want, like at shows, we want you to do longer than we told you to do because we're, shit's going on backstage that you don't know about. So if you guys are just hopping off early, or right at the time you were told, you might be fucking the whole show anyway. So that's why there's a light to tell you when the fuck to get off the stage. So I watched you. So you're up there. You're eating a dick. I was like, holy hell. Oh, eating like a big bulk of the shit right in my face. Yeah. And I was like, and it was, it's hard for me because I, I do know you're better than that. And I'm listening to you tell jokes that aren't true. <laughs> That you're trying, you're, you know, like about how you're going to be a magician because like you're gay and you made your girlfriend disappear. I, like all this shit. And I'm just like, and like, we've talk- and I'm like it's, listening it's so to it. so funny in my head though. And I'm not saying it's not funny, but the reason why it might not connect with an audience. I've had a comic say, you know, I've heard it secondhand, but is it, is it new? Is it you? Is it true? And like, fine, that joke is new and it's kind of you, but it's 100% not true. So you're trying to connect an, an untrue thing that's half-baked about anal wand penetration. Okay, and also, let's blame the audience for a second. Let's blame no. them for, for one second. I, I disagree. That, but let's blame, did you see them? Did you see how I did stupid, see them, because I went up right after you. Oh, yeah. I went up right after you, and I'm not going to sit here and be like, and then I crushed. But I went up there, and I got them to fucking laugh. I did my job. I got up there, and I was like, all right, these people want to be talked to. And... Um, 
I'm going to talk to them for a bit and then I'm going to run my bits because there's things I need to work on and you're not going to turn this fucking show around. There's like maybe 12 people in this room and half of them are just like politely nodding. I didn't so, like anyone's face. Yeah, neither did I. But it's not it's not up to you to like them. It's up to you to make them no, fucking laugh. No, usually I don't care but just in this particular night those faces, they bothered me. Yeah, you were very nervous. In fact, you know what? You know what? No, I'm thinking about it. I don't actually want that. I didn't want them to laugh. I oh, actually don't yeah, I think yeah, they, deserve, they didn't deserve smiles on those fucking putrid faces. Okay. I wanted those people to fucking mellow in their fucking mediocrity. God, well, I, I am Jesus. Well, at the end of the day, they're going to remember me and hopefully forget you because that was a hellacious bomb. And I think we are both lucky. There was nobody there to see it that really mattered. <laughs> because what's inter- interesting is literally the following night, two of the people who were at that show were on the show I was on <laughs> yeah. in Sutton, which cost me like $15 million to get to from London. But it was a great show by super friendly, very nice, funny comedian, Sam Rhodes. Does he go by Sam Rhodes or D- Sam Dunmore? No, I think it's Rhodes. Is, I think that's it's a his stage name. Thing is or Rhodes, something. Oh, yeah. Sam Dunmore. But anyway, our, our pie is ready. So. Sam Rhodes, so, I noticed, you know, when we got to the show and I said to you, I was like, you're really, you seem like very nervous for something that I was looking at. I was like, all right, this is just like eight fucking people who don't want to be here. I, I, I like said to you, I was like, why are you so nervous? And it's because I think you communicated to me earlier, like, you know, you're having a hard time getting spots here. Yeah. And you had some other Irish comic friends come over who are experiencing a similar thing. Yeah. And on my end... So it's racism? No. Oh. But on my end, from where I'm coming from in New York, like while I've achieved some success here, enough so to make me want to come back and continue building on that, for the rate in which I used to go, I also feel like I'm struggling to do things in which in the manner I, I used to. Now, I get it. This is not New York. But our goals, I think, were very different. Ultimately, what, what I realized, like within our first few weeks here, I came here to showcase. And I'm not sitting here like, I got to get spots so I can get better. You're kind of like, I want to get spots so I can get better. And I'm sitting here and I'm realizing I could not stay here permanently for like, and just never leave London or, or the UK and continue progressing in comedy the way I want to in terms of getting better at doing stand-up. But I can be here and potentially make money. And that's what we've sort of been talking about is like, I'm watching you experience frustration, which makes sense. I would feel the same way. I feel it in my own way. It manifests itself how in racist comments and homophobic comments and... Behind closed doors. Posing and being a toddler. A lot of pouting. But I get it. Because in, in my own way, I feel similarly to you about how I, how I, you know, like to get up and progress and get better. But that's... I actually then, like doing it. I do like, I like, I like, I like to sh- even, I like doing it often. No, me too. But that's the thing. It's like, I've now looked at my experience here as like, okay, this is not an experience for me to necessarily get better at stand-up. It's been an experience to showcase what I've done at major clubs, theaters, you know, like two crowds, the, the amount, an amount of people that I've never played to before. You know, like I had played to maybe 300 people once ever, barely, you know. And so it's like that has been a new, like a theater, playing play to a sold out theater is an experience 
I had not had before and is very, as we talked about like last time, different than playing like a club, you know? And in certain things like that where I'm like, okay, so my experience here has been like new experiences showcasing what I've learned by grinding in New York, the quote unquote gym that is the New York City comedy scene. Whereas you came here to grind and we're both experiencing that this is a very, you can't. No, you gotta sign up like a month in advance. For an open mic. Yeah, you sign up for an open mic a month in advance. Sometimes you have to bring people. Sometimes you have to stay for the two hours, two and a half hours. It's mind blowing because the way it happens in New York it's just like you show up to a place, you go up for two minutes, you fucking leave and go to the next mic, and then maybe you have a couple bar shows after, and if you're lucky, you have a club spot to ten people. Yeah. And so I've said this to you, and I've said this to other comics that I've met in this scene. I mean, you got to go to New York. I mean, I got to be in New York part of the time. I think everybody, if you want to do comedy... And this is just my opinion, but if you want to do comedy and if you take it seriously and you want to get good and you want to get good at a rate with the people who are the best and be challenged and shown what you're really fucking worth, you have to be in New York dealing with the, the shithole that is like the open mic scene, the bar show scene, even the club scene, and dealing with all the personalities and having it and, and pe- being the last person to go up on a mic where you get a minute and a half to do whatever the fuck, you know, like because that's going to make you stronger and funnier faster. So it's just been a it, this two months has been a real experiment. No, yeah, it's been up and down. Sometimes it's been I don't know. Just I think I'm just just I've been fucking shitty just last week because everything got up once and they bombed and that's like not like you want to fix that as quick as possible. And then you can't. But in New I mean, York, no way to fix it. Yeah. I mean, in New York, if you bomb, you just it would it would last an hour, and then you get to go. Well, yeah, hours. you. You can go do another spot or you can do a spot the next day or honestly, like there's a thing that I noticed and I I mean like I haven't been here very long. The people that I've connected with here the most are the people that I met at the fringe. So I had already had a connection with them and they have been like the, the list goes on for the people who have been kind to me that I already knew at the fringe who have been like, you know, just generous with stage time and, and positive things to say and just fucking just great people. The B comedy guys, Panilla, I how do you say her last name? Ha Holland. I, I don't know how to say her last name, but she funny comic, wonderful person. Um, you know, the people at Top Secret, I mean frankly, Darius Davies, like there have been people who just I met them and out of just without anything for me to give them have offered me so much here that like I would be forever grateful and do whatever I could to help them. It's racism against Irish people. Okay. I see okay. it. Okay. Okay. It's so obvious. It's, well, yeah. Why would a comic <laughs> Sam Rhodes? I just who doesn't? Why is all the non-binaries and wheelchair folks getting all the stage time and I'm not? I forgot to be non-binary. Well, I do think... I must have... Let's rent that wheelchair. You... you. Why st- would I need to write new jokes when I can just rent a wheelchair? You struggle Will you with, answer me? I, because I'm not pushing you around in that and you can't afford an electric <laughs> wheelchair and you have to get on an airplane to Australia and we are going oh, yeah, swimming. Oh yeah, I'm in Australia. Yeah, you're coming to Australia too. And and you'll have I've a got, lot of, I've got shows in Australia. You do? Yeah, I was there before. I know, I know, like, I know like four people. Yeah. Four. Well... In Australia, they're not really people. They're more racists. Okay. We, I, I wonder, we should get like a little bell to ding every time you drop the word racist or racism. Just for fun. Ding. Everyone is racist, excuse me. Um, 
Yeah, and I think Australia will be good, and it will be fun. Um, I just want to get in the tan, to be honest. I'm very into getting the tan. I don't, I mean, do you I strike, I, I mean, when I used to, I used to play tennis, and I tanned when I played tennis. Did I'm you know that about me? I don't need to play tennis. Yeah, I was like a little, I, I, I was going to be like, I was on the varsity team as a freshman, oh and, but then I got into God. punk rock and drugs and quit. Oh, no. But I was like, I was like a little tennis champion. Yeah? Yeah, like, I played a tournament the summer before uh, my freshman year of high school, won the tournament, beat this girl in the tournament, and she ended up being, she was at the high, she was like a, a sophomore or junior at the high school I went to. She was the number two singles player, and I was like on the number two doubles team, and I was like, I beat her in a tournament, don't you want the best as the, no-? like, I remember thinking, this is fucking horseshit, political horseshit. I don't care that she's been here longer. Let me try to beat her now to take... Because, you know, you, you play to get oh your spots. And then when you they... try to try to go into a game of tennis at any time, you should bring your own rackets and a ball. Yeah. Any dispute you have, you should just throw a racket and a ball at someone. Like, well, I home. mean, maybe that could get you some spots in the comedy scene. No wheelchair. Well, what about tennis in the wheelchair? Do they do that? Do they let them do that? Yes, they... <laughs> I could probably beat one of them. <laughs> I could definitely beat one of them. Maybe, maybe, you know, it's funny because you're so quiet and kind of shy in public, and then when you finally do open your mouth, when a microphone's around, all you do is say offensive shit. Oh, I don't mean it. I think I just, I just want a reaction. I think that's, that's what it is. You want a reaction? That's what yeah. people accuse my comedy of being, getting just we reactive. We just want reactions, don't we? No, I just want to tell my story. I just oh. want to talk about me, my favorite topic. <laughs> me, me, me. I didn't know you were a tennis star. Yeah, you just found a tennis star. I mean, I was like, I was on my way to being a little tennis star. But... I'm glad you didn't, I didn't, it didn't work out. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? I could have been like, you know, not in student loan debt if I had gone on a tennis scholarship. Don't pay it. Don't pay it. I don't, I don't understand why you're going to pay that. I mean, I'm slowly chipping away Don't at pay it. it. Just stop paying it right now. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They, what it, it, are they going to they do? They add interest. It hikes up. It yeah, and just don't pay that. I don't, this is what I don't understand about people paying back their loans. Don't pay them. You know what's interesting? The bank has all the money anyway. Look, obviously, I haven't done finance, right? Yeah, Let's I know you haven't studied finance. Or so, 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 economics, social stuff. But just don't pay. I don't get it. What can they do? What can they do? I don't know. I'm, I'm slowly paying it. You know, but even though we might like disagree here in this particular realm, what I do like about you and I is we spend money the same and feel the same about money, which is really nice. Like we're both very frugal. We both like the idea of money coming in. Like I've, I've been with people where we didn't spend or value money in the same, like we, somebody would overspend or this or that and the other. And it was very much an, um, yeah. a cause for anxiety. You know, which is why you ended up getting a job, even though, and I'm making money. I got a job straight away. I'm very, I'm very employable. Yeah, no, you are. I want the misery that comes from working out in the cold all day. Yeah, but I like, I like this about us, you know, and I think it comes in useful, especially since we decided to get married. Oh my god! Oh my god! No one's gonna listen. I know nobody's gonna listen. It's so funny. It's so funny. Nobody's gonna listen, so nobody's gonna know. And if you do listen, I have to call your. I know what a nightmare. Okay, wait. So, well, so. Well, we were just chatting about it, and then, I mean, you asked me. Yeah, didn't I? Yeah. What do you mean, didn't I? I did, I mean. What, you were there? I was there, wasn't I? <laughs> you, were, you were like, wait a minute, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That must have been somebody else. That was you're a cavern copy of me. You're confused. Yeah, it was the you on the plane to Australia. After you crossed the end of time. Yeah, but, but we made a mistake, didn't we? 
In what? No, not with that. Jesus. <laughs> no. I was like, what? Is who, uh, how you told your, uh, oh, yeah. how you told your mom. Well, so, okay, so you asked me to marry you, and I was like, yes, and then we, you know, we're like, let's not tell anybody yeah. for a while. So we, like, kind of kept it a secret from everybody for, like, a, a week or two, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. But then, you know, I told my, I told, this is so funny, I told an internet friend of mine that I've had forever that I've met once. I think he was the first person I told because it felt so safe. He, like, knows no one I know, but we've met one time, and we talk, and he's, like, super funny. So I told him, and then I told my ex-roommate and gay, one of my gays, Alex, and he's traveling the world, and he was like, great, but I knew, I was like, I don't want to hear your opinion because he was like, good, okay, fine. And then you didn't really tell anybody, and then I told Luke, my, like, brother from another mother, you know, Luke, who is an ex-boyfriend of mine, but he's, like, my brother now. And he's going through an insane breakup. And by that I mean he, like, decided to break up with this woman is having incredible regret and writes me just opuses of varying degrees of dramatics. Opus, that's a nice word. Yeah. What's that? Like, um, just a really long-winded thing? Yeah, just off and on. Like, opus. Varying degrees of dramatics. Yeah, next time someone's talking to me and they're boring me, I'm going to go, enough with this opus. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. I do it. And then wheel away. <laughs> 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 if I get a wheelie chunk and I don't have wheelies <laughs> well I, I would expect nothing less but I and I've just always been so I've been my mother has had to deal with so much with me I can imagine you can imagine yeah I'm not surprised you're not nobody's surprised and like I often get like I'll just get like a, a, a zing, like a, a, a zip in my step or whatever the fuck a bee in my bonnet and I'll like drop information on her at really not ideal times, in almost a very direct and callous way, like without even realizing it, it's it's like it's just like I'm like all right, I'm just gonna tell her, I'm just gonna get it out. So the other night, like we hadn't even been like I was like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell her right now, I'm gonna tell her. And you were like okay, and I was like yeah, I'm gonna tell her. And you were like so I call her up and she's like at the hair salon, with like her very good friend Sharon. I was like mom, where were you at right now? And I was like well, are you planning on coming to Edinburgh? Because when we were at the lawyer, you and I. We decided that we'll get married in Edinburgh, where we met, right? Yeah, we saw a lawyer, because that way, cover all aspects, get the law involved. What if we do a wedding and a murder? We've got a fucking lawyer. Exactly. And you know you're an adult when you're like, I was talking to my lawyer today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we got to get married in the UK, right? So we're going to do it at the festival. So it's going to be fun. We're going to do it at the festival. Basically, we'll, I think, I mean, I'm just going to... We're going to go to, um, what's it called? The, what is it called? Where are we going? Like the courthouse, but what is it called? County House. No, not the counting house. Oh, the, regi- <laughs> the, regi- the registry office. The registry office. We're going to do it, and then we're going to have a surprise We're taking party. a piss all over Jesus' fucking sacrifice for us. That's something but, you're doing, okay. but... Um, That's more me, isn't it? Yeah. But then, so any, basically, any co- comic that's going to be attending the, Ed- the Edinburgh Fringe this year is invited to our party... That we're gonna have. It's like, this is like a fucking we're like betting against ourselves because we don't think anyone's gonna listen to this. No, nobody. And that's so, what's gonna be so, so funny. funny like, yeah, because we're like tell because people are gonna be like, why didn't you tell anyone? And it's like, no, we told everyone. <laughs> like, you podcast, you fucking into a microphone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. Um, but so I call my mom and I'm like, mom, blah blah blah. Are you coming to the fringe? No, you're not gonna because she came last year. And I was like, no. And I was like, well, look, mom. I'm getting married, blah, blah, blah. And basically, long story long, fucked it up big time. We we just totally overlooked 
She's never met you. No, she I've hasn't. never met your family. No, you haven't. Um, this is how the best marriages are, for sure. Yeah, yeah. keeping if everybody you do, out. If you do the stats, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, when you get too many people involved, somebody, suddenly everybody's got an opinion, and yeah. it's like, I know. I so know. I have to invite my beautiful uncle, that kind of way. Right, and I hope you do, because I think that's hot. No, yeah. um, <laughs> but I just, do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, okay, I, I've never done anything a traditional way. I'm not really going to start now. Like, we're going to get married in Edinburgh, we're going to have a party, then we're going to have a party with your family, and then we'll go to California and have a party with my family and my friends and whatever. Done. Yeah, rather than trying to be like, everybody, we're having Don't, a destination that's wedding. that's when, as soon as it's all locked down and in, and I've got, like, paperwork in order, that's when the physical abuse starts. Yes, I can't wait. Yes. I'm in, <laughs> I love getting hit on purpose, <laughs> especially when I deserved it. Um, he barely drank before I met him. I was like, a bottle of whiskey a day, and I have a bath. Yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> but we fucked up. We fucked up because... My the next day I like call my mom and she's like it would have been nice if Mark had said hello on the phone and my mom and I got into this like insane argument that's yeah. funny only to people who like know my mom and I intimately because it was dreadful. Yeah, and it, yeah, you look. Well, okay, I was in the kitchen of our fourth floor apartment, Airbnb, whatever, making tea, and I had the window open. I could fucking hear. You just screaming. Well, I was in walk. the street. In the street, like, my, I, I couldn't even see you. I could hear you. It's just fucking... It was just fucking all Reno out there. I had to leave the Airbnb because my mom... My mom and, like, Luke, my best friend, he know, you know, um, and, like, brother, knows my mom very well. And he put it best. Like, she's a difficult lady. and But she's a, a kind lady. She's a lovely woman, but she can be a little difficult, a little dramatic, and especially if she doesn't have control of something. Does this remind you of someone? You, me, you. It's me. Yeah. And um, and so really, we we were just so stupid. It You're just dumb. slipped on. Like, I should have no, gotten no. you on the fucking phone with her. Yeah. But yeah. instead, I was like, Mom, I'm getting married. It's happening in Scotland. Then I'll fly to California and we'll have a party. So all she heard was, I'm getting married. You're not invited to the wedding. And you don't know who this man is. And you might one day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, what? A, how stupid. So then you had to, God, we're getting you ready for that phone call to call you, my mom. If anyone knows me, knows how insanely anxious I am about talking to strangers. Or even people I know. Even people I know I have breakdowns about. To call up your future mother-in-law that you've never met when she hates you already. <laughs> oh my god! And you offered me a Valium, and I said no. I'll, I no. Let's do it with two coffees instead. Yeah. And well, it went. It went smashingly. It really did. Mm. It really did. Oh, oh actually, she was super nice to me. God, thank God. I know. Well, so I fucking jumped out the window. I pretended like I was at a show, and I told my mom like that you wanted to call her because you came home from work basically the day after my mom and I got in a fight, and you were like, "Look, I got to call your mom," and I was like, "You know what? That's a great idea." And then, incidentally, Luke, who I'd been talking to about this, was like, "He's got to call your mom," and so everybody was on the same page. So Luke gave us a pep talk. He was like, "Ask her if it's okay if Mark calls." So we asked her, or I asked her, then you called her up, and yeah, I don't speak her phone, but I was like not here, quote unquote, but I wanted to hear it because I know if my mom is being genuine or not, you know what I mean? If she's being fake nice or if she's like actually happy with what's going on, because you know, it's my mom. And no, she was 
She, she was, liked you. Yeah, she was really sweet. Yeah, and she was nice to you. Yeah, she was nice to me. Which I could see was a relief for you, but oh you were ready God. to take it. Oh, my. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah. well, I, think, I, can, I can take a beating. Yeah, I know. That's what I like about you. I can take a fucking beating. I can take a thrashing. So. And then we got to tell my mom. Now we got to tell your mom. And we've sort of realized. That's going to be strategical. Yeah, because we fucked I'm up. I'm going to introduce the idea that you exist today or tomorrow. Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> I, didn't oh work, I didn't work from there. Yeah, yeah. I meet my cousins tonight, so I'll mention it to them, and they're chatty. And they're chatty. Yeah, you hope it go a game of telephone. Started going. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. Yeah, I've never, I've never been engaged, which is still a weird thing to say. Whatever. I've never been getting married (laughs) to someone. I never wanted to marry anybody. You can write some material about it. I'm engaged (laughs) in pedophilic activity. Okay. Oh, no, because of misdirection. Jesus oh, my Christ. God, I've got a new opener. And then I'll stop and I'll point at you and wink. <laughs> Everyone in the audience, the future wife. Now we know why I'm against she is time. over 16. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and so, anyway, I guess, um, you know, we're not sure where the wedding will be. Well, we're not going to do the whole fucking charade in front of people. We're going to no. get married at the thing and then we'll have a party. Fuck people. Yeah, I don't want... I've never... It's so funny. I love going to weddings. I have a great time, but I've never seen myself, like, I guess maybe once upon a time, just because the idea that, like, you're a girl and you've seen yourself getting walked down the aisle. I maybe saw it a couple times. Like, I saw, I always wanted Roxy Music's Would You Believe to be the song me and my future husband danced to. You like how I, like, chose it for us already? I but, dance around. Yeah, I know. you, And I think you'll like it, too. But, or else. But, really, I don't, I don't want a bunch of people fucking watching me walk down a fucking aisle and, and like talk to you and do the whole thing. I want to do that in private. I want to have a fucking party. And it, the day we're going to do it, there's going to be like four days left of the, of the fringe. Yeah. So everybody's going to be out of their minds. It'll be really funny. And since nobody will listen to this, it's going to be a surprise for everybody yeah. except our moms who are going to know. Yeah. No more whores. For either of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I guess... I gotta go to this fucking yeah, show. Yeah, fuck, I gotta go meet my cousins. Yeah, and then I'm gonna meet your cousins. And then you're gonna meet my cousins. Um, but why don't you tell everybody where everybody can find you? I'm might ch- I'm I'm at, at the moment I'm a Max OK on Instagram. I might change it to something more snappy and also start using Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. I'm I'm at it. I'm at it. Do I have any shows coming up? I'm on the gong show Mondays, but like yeah. by the time that goes down, no, just no time. one's gonna know anyway. Well, we'll be so, able to talk about that. I should have won it by now, and if I didn't win it, you would have heard of my suicide by now. Mm, Jesus. No, it's going to be one of those suicides. You come with me, babe. Oh, like a suicide pact. Oh, it's not a pact. Mass. Oh, uh, okay. Like cultish? Like yeah. everyone at the gong show plus me dies? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take to the streets with whatever uh, weapon I have. That's called a mass murder, not a mass suicide. Uh mm. You, you learn something new every day. Every day. I'm marrying a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can find this genius at you. That's spelled E-W. Girl, you nasty on Instagram. You girl, you nasty dot com. I guess by the time this comes out, I'm going to be touring in Australia. So if you're in Australia, you oh, can. Oh, shit. Yeah, also. Yeah, I know. We're going to be at the Melbourne Comedy Festival doing different shows. You got an Irish showcase that you're doing. I got a split. It's going to be fun. I'm also on Debt and Glory in... This American Irish life. I don't know what that is. 16 to 19. Or so. I, you know what? It's ages away. But yeah, no, that's another show I'm on. And, um, 
Dude, next time we should tell everybody about the drama. Yeah, yeah. What's that I mean? feel like that it could be fun now. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. not fun, but a little fun. As things get more in the distant past, they do become funny. Yeah, funny and fun. But until next time. Until next time. Bang! Just hit her. That's because she's annoying. Hey, 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 hey. This American Irish life.